Welcome to Impact the World, the show for and about creatives, change makers, and entrepreneurs. This is a conversation episode where a special guest shares with me what they are creating and the behind the scenes journey of their experience. In this episode, I get to sit down with Jeff and Clayton and speak to them about their consciousness technology known as Focus Life Force Energy. We are releasing this show on May 4th, so may the force be with you. And one of the things that I really enjoy about these guys is they are dedicated to their research around consciousness. They have created a tool which they have put into the world to help others to experience well-being and harmony in their lives. And what we got to talk about was both the technology itself, but also what's it like to have a vision, build something, and then put it into the world, and what happens then, and how do you experience it? So you can check out this technology, for they offer a free trial. Uh, you can use all of the links below the show, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Jeff. Welcome, Clayton. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to talk to you both about what you have created in the world and what you are putting into the world right now. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to share with those who are tuning in how we met. So we were all at the Conscious Media Festival in Austin, created and hosted by Giselle Coy last, last year. It was a fantastic event. I had heard about you guys through our mutual friend, Regina Meredith, but I hadn't met you before and you came over to me and you know, those events are a lot of energy, a lot of people, uh, you know, you meet a lot of people and I felt an instant connection with you two when I met you. And I remember you gave, you both gave me a big hug and I was like, wow, they're really nice. Who are they? Because I, I noticed how my body responded to you, which was, I was really open to you immediately. Um, which doesn't always happen. So when you started telling me about what we call Fluffy or what you call Fluffy <laughs> and what we've, what we've begun to call Fluffy, your technology that you've created, mm -hmm. um, my scientific mind couldn't exactly track what you were saying, mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to try it and experience it. So mm -hmm. myself and Stephen have been living with it for a year now mm -hmm. and it has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted to have you on the show to talk about mm -hmm. what it is you created, what Fluffy is, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and yeah, we'll delve a little bit into why you created it later, but perhaps mm -hmm. first, for people who've not heard of you guys and what you're doing, mm -hmm. um, how would you describe what you're doing? <laughs> well, it's a consciousness technology, and uh, we believe that this time on the planet, there's new technology showing up. To, to help us, you know, evolve. And this is one of them. And it's a consciousness technology that activates a high consciousness field. And a high consciousness field is like you would be in a, a monastery or a cathedral or a mosque or a synagogue, a place of worship, or even, you know, like a pilgrimage spot. These, these are high fields that are created by people you know, that are there praying or, or teaching. And so we're, we found a way to do that in a location. 
in a home, in a business, and around a cell phone or an object. So we're activating these fields with this technology and there's a, a quantum association that's occurring um, between our system and the location. And we can get into more how that works. What I love about mm -hmm. that from my work in all these years uh, in consciousness and spirituality and personal growth is most people are familiar with the idea of their own energy field. And we talk a lot about mm -hmm. the, the feeling of a place. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk into a certain house yeah. and it feels a little off or a little heavy. You mm -hmm. walk into another house and it feels light and bright. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. how these fields are created by us as humans, by the land is one thing. But what you're doing is creating an amplifier mm -hmm. and sometimes a mitigator, um, mm -hmm. particularly, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going too quickly into it, but yeah. particularly mm -hmm. around um, the, the work that you're doing with EMFs right now and the mm -hmm. fact that you can, have, you can have the technology on your phone to help mm -hmm. mitigate any negative side effects that may happen through, through the new technology that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's many ways to enhance consciousness and our mission is to create the optimal conditions for human evolution through the use of this consciousness technology. And so on the positive, we add to an environment, we add good lighting and good colors and beautiful art and nice furniture. We clean it. Um, that's what designers are really all about and actually feng shui, what feng shui is about. We've had we have a lot of customers in Asia and they describe it as energetic feng shui mm -hmm. for the place. So mm -hmm. it's accentuating the positive and then compensating for the, the, the challenging aspects. So depending on where your home is or the environment you work in, if you have an object on a subscription, then we have a program, uh, for example, that compensates for EMFs, or actually mitigates the EMFs. And in fact, we believe turns any electromagnetic frequency into a positive influence. Mm -hmm. So we want to add to the positive and compensate for the negative. That's the two principles. What I really like mm -hmm. about that is, you know, I, I understand um, some of the fears around 5G and, 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 you know, I totally understand mm -hmm. the fears and the issues that people see with that. Mm -hmm. But I've, it's interesting with my own channeling, I've, I've, I've never had a, an only doom and gloom idea about where we're going technologically. And, and that's very much what I've been encouraged to, to lean into whenever I've gone into fear or got too concerned about things. So it was really interesting to me when I spoke to you guys and you, you had a shared view of what my guides will often talk about, uh, especially regarding the internet and Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. um, is how they have brought a certain telepathic consciousness mm -hmm. to the planet that wasn't there before and a speed mm -hmm. of information that wasn't there before. So to me, that's the positive. Mm -hmm. If there's anything harmful in the technology itself, how we can mitigate or balance that is, is one thing. But what I found so fascinating talking to you guys was this idea that you can actually use it to optimize when, when you use the technology that you're using to combine it with 5G or EMF. Yeah, what we're doing is harmonizing. And in some cases, deflecting if there's too much energy in a space. But the harmonizing is, it's like a subtle change to the energy. So we're not interfering with the way it operates. And, and like you said, we are all benefiting from this connection. Mm. These connections that we're now carrying with us all the time. Mm. 
and connecting around the world to information at our fingertips. I mean, there's a lot of benefits mm. and it's not going away as we talked about before the yeah. interview. So, you know, our focus is activating or creating this environment that's like a sanctuary, like a place where we can grow and be ourselves, be our fullest selves, and let's use what's here. Mm. And let's use what is now and what's coming. Mm. And so this harmonization is, is, is subtly using shungite and, and what we can get into how we're, at, we're activating mm -hmm. these fields. So our, our system is very much like prayer or sending Reiki treatment in the way it works is the, the system is focusing, kind of redirecting and focusing life force energy and concentrating it into a place. Just like if you sit down to pray for someone or a place, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna focus, met, you know, move into a meditative state. Um, then as a, as a prayer or a Reiki's treatment, you're identifying somebody, so you're holding them in mind. You may have a picture or something like that. So in our system, we have these unique identifiers that are in the system that are legal address or coordinates mm. or a cell phone number mm -hmm. or a photograph for an object. And so those then identify this place and this thing or place in the world and that connection is instant and a field is activated. And when you pray for someone, or you just hold them in your mind, there's a field activated now mm. around that person. And then what you're holding as intention for them is now in that field. And we can feel that someone's going to call us on the phone, they have an intention to call us, they're thinking of us, wow, someone's gonna call me, or I'm thinking of that person, the phone rings. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. So you're thinking of that person, you're activating a field, you're thinking of calling them, that's in the field. We, we get it. We're finely tuned oneness instruments. Mm. And this system is the same. Mm. And so once we activate that field through that unique identifier, then we have what we call programs that are really instructions to divinity. You know, we're not sending frequencies, we're activating a field. Mm. And we're asking for it to be at 560 or higher on the Hawkins map as our normal for a property. The field is 560 and we use kinesiology, muscle testing. We can get into Clayton's cracking the code on Dr. Hawkins' work, but we measure and we measure all the properties and that environment's created just like prayer. So you mentioned Shungite. So mm -hmm. what is Shungite for? Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the Hawkins map too, because mm -hmm. you guys introduced me to that and it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Shungite, what, what is Shungite? Well, it's a black lustrous material. Mm -hmm. It is found in two primary locations in the world. It was a meteorite that uh, obviously came from outer space mm -hmm. or another part of outer space that we're not in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was in, landed in Russia primarily. And it has some unique properties to it. We were talking earlier about, I have friends, some friends in Sedona and uh, they're also uh, a friend of Regina's, Katrine. They did an experiment where they put pieces of Shanghai along a bank of smart meters. So they have all these smart meters and they put plants in the small room and then they taped, well actually at first they just let the plants be in the room with the smart meters. And the plants started to move away from them. You know how plants have that intelligence, they move mm. away from anything that detracts from life. They started to shrivel. 
So they went and they taped a piece of shungite to each smart meter, meter, and then the plants started to grow and actually moved towards the smart meters. So when we were doing our research, we were looking to, how do we take EMFs and let's make it something positive? Mm -hmm. So one approach is to try to block it. And you don't want to do anything that would uh, interfere with the original equipment manufacturer's operation of equipment. Like we all have cell phones and routers and things in here. So you want to make sure that that all works the way it's designed. You can try to deflect, and in some cases we do, because if you live next to a big transformer station and you're turning this EMF energy into something positive, then it could be too high of an energy, mm. right? So you want to keep it in a range that's optimal and just deflect the rest into, uh, up into the sky or into the earth, some way where it doesn't concentrate. Um, you can dissipate it, like, you know, like, a, like if you're watering, uh, watering your garden, you don't spray the, the hose on the flower, you kind of, you know, mist it. So there's all these ways you can do it. And then ultimately, I think the ultimate answer is to harmonize it. It's to take mm -hmm. the benefit of all the electronics and the convenience that we have and then make it even better by having it be life supportive. Mm. So that was what we were looking for in our research. And that's a little more, I mean, it took us a year and a half to get this figured out. And, you know, thousands of hours of research and looking into different materials. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one thing to talk about it in a few minutes, but it was a, yeah. it was a tremendous amount of research. And... We were very excited when we found out what Shungite could do. Mm -hmm. And lots of people wear it in bracelets, they wear it in necklaces. Mm -hmm. There's little uh, bits now you can buy and put it on your cell phones. And um, what we like about our service is that every device in the environment has Shungite going towards it and it optimizes it so that it turns it into something positive because it's hard to know sometimes how big of a piece of Shungite to put on there or what the quality of the Shungite is. Mm -hmm. And it also harmonizes all the electromagnetic influences coming onto the property. Mm -hmm. So all the cell phone signals, all the satellite signals, all the radio signals, mm -hmm. all, the, all the things we're not even aware of, radar, anything mm -hmm. like that. So I have mm -hmm. to ask, I mean, I love, mm -hmm. I love what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. I love the intent that you, mm -hmm. you, you you have around all of this, and I'm grateful that you're interested enough to do this. <laughs> yeah. What compels and propels you to do this? Because to me, this is uh, you're like dealing with the other side of, of the world that I deal in. <laughs> have you always mm. been interested in the scientific workings of things and how to merge those with consciousness, or, or mm. is this something that you stumbled on? I'm, I'm just curious. Well, for me personally, and I think we share it, it's, it's really consciousness and mm. growth, personal growth. So it's working on myself and how can I contribute just by being a more forgiving, loving, grateful person. Mm. Um, so there's been, you know, spent my life, I think when I was a young child, I would lock myself in the closet and I read books about, you know, um, sensory deprivation and, you know, I did experiments when I was a kid. And so I've just been- On yourself? On myself. Not pets or anything, right? <laughs> my younger brother. No, it's more, you know, I've been focused on consciousness yeah. and growth, you know, it seems my life and bringing it into business. Mm. So my passion was creating environments, you know, in a business for personal growth and for uh, collaboration and, and innovation. Which is great. Yeah, and it's, it's mm. what, what the world needs, it seems. Yeah. Um, so FLFV is based on spiritual business principles, you could say, mm. the company itself. But, um, you know, when we could then start to combine creating an environment um, for 
ourselves to grow, mm. you know, that really helped not only mitigate some of the mm. things that are the chaotic energy that's there in the mm. world, but also just to buoy us up with that life force energy and high vibration. Um, but we started with service work. Mm. Once, once we found the technology, we spent the whole year of 2012 um, raising parts of the world, like using Google Earth and and the machine was very simple at that time. We were like writing on pieces of paper and putting it into the machine. And we would find the lever point for a continent. Like if this place goes up, the whole continent goes up. Huh. And we did that for a year. And then we said, wow, that was cool. You know, we, we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then we got sort of the message to create the business so people could do that themselves for their own properties. Mm. And then every subscription, we give people the opportunity to give a free, you know, lasting subscription. We, as long as we do the service, it'll be on at, at a little lower level of consciousness. So we're allowing people to join us in the service. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about the subscription too, that you have mm-hmm. your own dashboard. You can go in and you can mm-hmm. turn, turn things on and off and move the dial up. It's, 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 it's good because it, yes, you're providing a service to us but you're also providing a way that we can play with the service ourselves yeah. to test mm-hmm. things, which I really like. Yeah, we're all consciousness researchers. Yeah. Which is... Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're all consciousness researchers in our own way. I mean, you talked earlier about going on to a property and to seeing how it feels. Mm-hmm. And in your community, I think there's a lot of sensitives, a lot of... Uh, Intuitive empaths might be a good Absolutely. term for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. intuitives and empaths. That tends to be how we experience. Yes. So we don't necessarily have the scientific data, but we can walk in and go, oh, something's off here. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, yeah, that's what's so fascinating about what you guys are doing. And it's about empowering people to have their own sense of truth about, about something. Some people never feel the service. They're just not that sensitive. They, they may notice it in their pets, and they say, mm-hmm. well, my pets have changed so much, I'm just going to trust that it's helping me, or they may notice in their plants, mm. or they may notice it in some other family members, mm. or they may notice it in the friends that come over and stay and eat all the groceries and don't want to leave. <laughs> We've had a couple of those. It's like, yeah, I really like the service, but like it's costing me $300 a month more in groceries because my friends come over and they don't want to leave. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so there's lots of ways to know the truth. Yeah. And the more tools you can give people to empower themselves, I think that's you know, what we're here to do. Yeah, yeah. And how about for you? So when, mm. when did this start for you, this interest in this kind of, this kind of, I won't even say work because it may have started in a different way. Well, I've had a, I've had a coaching practice for 24 years now, so I got into it really early on. And it was a pretty successful practice and I've developed some assessment tools and some things that are unique, kind of the consciousness geek, researcher, gearhead, you know. Um, and I was the client. Mm. Yeah, that's how we first met. Uh, a mutual friend of mine who was a coach. Uh, so he's got this guy down in Cincinnati and he's uh, running this manufacturing company and doing conscious conscious cultures and lots of holacracy, uh, I think, at the time. And he's interested in the consciousness stuff. So he passed him on and that's how we got started. But um, I was kind of stuck in my practice. It was reasonably successful. And so I spent a lot of time thinking about what to do differently. And it came down to me praying and asking divinity what its will for me was. What's your will for me? I want to be of greater service. I want to evolve. 
And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and you know, these signals just, these serendipities started happening. You know, Jeff and I, we met this inventor who had this machine. He was trying to create a free energy device. And after seven years, he did, they, they ran out of money. There was three of them. But they had stumbled across accidentally um, a way to concentrate or focus energy on a small location. And so um, he would charge up crystals and put them around his house, you know, because mm -hmm. it made the house feel good. And then one day he was charging up a, a plate full, a plate of uh, marble, it was a marble plate. And uh, he took it out of the output stack where the energy comes in and then goes out. And somebody called and he was holding the marble in his hand and he was on the phone talking. And then when he got off the phone, he noticed the arthritis in his hand was gone. Mm. The pain was gone. And so that was the beginning of him knowing he was onto something. And then we took that technology and reverse engineered it mm -hmm. through a lot of research, you know, like years of research, mm -hmm. thousands of hours. And we've found a way to, um, you know, to put a unique identifier in the technology and send it to a legal address because that's existent consciousness. The cell phone number that we have is unique in the world, so that exists in consciousness. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's a longer story, but it really came down to me just praying mm -hmm. and then paying attention to what the signs were. And then you know, eventually, if you pay attention and take some action, mm -hmm. life keeps leading you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I'm curious, do people have a hard time understanding this? Because, you know, I, I would, I've recommended you guys to several people and, you know, most of them who, especially the ones who are a little bit more like me, they feel it and they go, mm, oh yeah, that feels good. I'll try that. But some who, who need a little more logic or understanding, they're like, well, is it a, is it like a big telescopic machine in a field? You know, people, and yeah. I totally understand. I understand people trying to understand it. I think you guys have done a great job of explaining more about it today. But do you find that can be a stumbling block for people? I, th I think it can. The mm -hmm. mind, the mind wants to yeah. relax. Mm -hmm. You know, it's vigilance and, and be okay with it. So, you know, we've gotten better and better at communicating it, the websites, it has more and more information now and, and graphics that kind of show how it works. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, the, the prayer Reiki analogy has really been helpful because it really is how it works. Mm. And um, people can relate to that. Um, so that's, that's helped explain it. And we had the free trial. And that's really the way we did it without a credit card. Which I love. I think that's yeah. so good because people understandably are hesitant because then yeah. they think, well, I'll forget this is a, subscrip a yeah. subscription. We've all been there. Yeah. 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 So we wanted people to try it. And because it is so nonlinear, it is so different, um, but it is a consciousness, consciousness technology and there's just going to be more and more showing up to help us through this period or to assist us to evolve. So let's, Try it out, you know, do the free trial. We can, you can do a phone or a home. And um, at this point, it's, it's 15 days. Uh, and then you can do the home and then you can turn around and do the phone. Yeah. So it's a way for people to really feel it. And like, like you said, turn it on, turn it off, experiment. Mm. Um, many people don't tell their partners, kids, they just, Make sure they drink plenty of water because yeah. hydration is especially important because in a high energy, high consciousness field, there's so much more energy for the body to use for repair 
projects, rebuilding, mm -hmm. optimization. What we're seeing now is we're moving into brain optimization as a part of EMFs um, that it takes more water. Yeah. And right. it's helpful. Also, essential fatty acids and magnesium yeah. are also important. Vitamin D, if you don't live in California. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those, you know, that support of each of us to evolve is really what we're about. Uh, and I really relate to what you're talking about from, for example, like times I'm running workshops mm -hmm. and things get very high mm -hmm. or, or even attending certain higher workshops. Mm -hmm. um, things do get very high in the body and the body do, just does absorb everything. So, mm -hmm. um, so no, I really love the brain optimization part of what you're doing, but also the education you give people that when you turn this technology on, pay attention to how it affects mm -hmm. you. Um, because it was something that Stephen and I were very mindful of uh, when we first started mm -hmm. with, with Fluffy. Yeah, we really talk a lot about hydration. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And that's one of the messages I'm constantly giving people at workshops. Yeah. You know, it's like, make sure you hydrate. Yeah. You know, as we were saying earlier, we're in this environment, we're in this EMF, you know, we've got 5G, other things coming, and it's just part of our environment unless we go off in the woods somewhere. So as we, as we looked at creating this optimal environment for evolution, including around our cell phones, harmonizing the EMF was, was a piece that we, we couldn't avoid, you know, we just kept seeing the, the lower consciousness as we saw. So we, we look at EMFs as either consciousness lowering and we're trying to, mm -hmm. we're moving them to consciousness raising mm -hmm. or positive energy. Um, but the brain optimization is another part of it. So how can we evolve to be, um, you know, to be ideally suited and for our, for our evolution and for the changing world. And so this, Brain optimization is a boost during the day. Hmm. So it's like it's subtle energies we're talking about, like qi, it is qi, like hmm. Chinese medicine. So we're flowing qi into the brain hmm. more than would normally flow. And it, it, the brain then uses its innate intelligence of the body to boost the parts that are low, that aren't functioning well. It might be from a previous injury, trauma um, or from exposure to something like some EMF that was, mm. might have been damaging. So during the day, we're boosted to have better brain function. Mm. And then at night, we're, we're boosting sleep. Mm. Because so many people have issues with sleep. Oh yeah. And we found in our beta testing of just the EMF mitigation by itself that there was much better sleep and let less tension, people just kind of relaxed, you know, with the EMF mitigated. Um, but the brain optimization at night is that energy now is feeding the brain's natural, innate guided uh, intelligence for renewing and adapting to the environment. So with that additional energy, then the brain is, is kicking into a different gear of, of renewal. Sounds fantastic. And also, I think immediately when, and I, and I mean, I've had this since I first met you guys, the amount of people 
that are having increasing issues with mm. Wi-Fi, people who are highly physically sensitive. So I'm, I'm somebody who can withstand quite a lot of physical stuff compared to other sensitives, it seems. Mm. But I've, mm -hmm. I've got friends and I've met many people in my work who have really extreme reactions to environmental um, issues. So yeah. how, what kind of results we, are you seeing with, with yeah. those guys? Well, we had a woman I was talking to on the phone and she thought she had Lyme disease. Huh. And she may have had it. She could not get out of bed. Um, her husband had to help her take a shower. She loved gardening. She couldn't get in the garden. And she mentioned to me that if she got near her router, she felt sick. Hmm. So I said, well, let's try EMF mitigation, which was in beta, beta testing at the time. So we put that into her service. She was a subscriber. And she texted me the next day and said, I'm getting out of bed. I'm taking a shower by myself. And by the end of the week, she was in the garden. I have a very good friend who, who, who basically came to you guys before I had met you and um, had a very sick family member who mm -hmm. they, they turned it on at that family member's house. And she said it was extraordinary, the, mm -hmm. the recovery that she made. Mm -hmm. And just, yeah, they, they were really blown away. So. Mm -hmm. That's I great. love hearing. I love yeah. hearing these kinds of mm. stories and seeing yeah. these kinds of results for people who are actually really suffering, not just mm -hmm. looking to enhance and, and mitigate yeah. um, potential threats to their consciousness, but people mm -hmm. who can't even get near their consciousness because they're really in suffering. Mm -hmm. So speaking of consciousness, we, mm -hmm. we said we'd come back to illustrate a little bit more about the Hawkins scale, um, the Hawkins map. Clayton, this is something you're so good at. It's something that I have come to you about a few times um, since we've known each other, and I've always found it so useful. So I'm sure many people do know what it is, but for people who don't know what it is, could you just um, share? Sure. So when you're working with nonlinear technologies, you have to find ways of measuring their influence. And one of the ways of measuring their influence is through the nervous system of a human. So you walk into an environment, it feels good. It's generally high. If you go into an old battlefield or someplace that's really had a negative experience, you'll feel the negative energy. So we, we are you know, our own consciousness measuring devices. There's a, a type of technology called gas discharge visualization. We just did an experiment with FLFE on that. And, but our primary research tool is kinesiology. So Dr. David Hawkins, um, he discovered that kinesiology was a non-local phenomena. So kinesiology is muscle testing. It was used a lot in the, uh, the mid-late uh, century, the 1900s, to test supplementation. One of the schools of chiropractic focuses on using kinesiology. The first chiropractor I ever really liked was a kinesiologist. I mean, I always appreciated getting the adjustments, but when they tested if the muscle could hold afterwards, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this is like a whole new level. So that's how most of us are familiar with kinesiology. What Dr. Hawkins discovered was that it's non-local. Mm. So if I'm testing a supplement to see if it's good for me, if I'm using, say, a subject like Jeff, I should be able to test if it's good for you because we're all connected. All right, so that is the non-linear aspect of kinesiology. So mm. we can test each property, and we do test all the properties three times a week to ensure that they're at the level that we're guaranteeing, which is 560 or higher, 98% mm. of the time. Um, 
So yeah, Dr. Hawkins discovered this and he made what he calls a map of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So it goes from one to infinity. Uh, the human realm is one to a thousand, and then you get into the angelic realms. The archangels go from 50,000 up. Um, so that's sort of the, the broader overview of, um, of the technology and its evolution. It went from being used for supplementation, chiropractic, and then eventually in the mid-80s, Dr. Hawkins published Power Versus Force and shared the map of consciousness with the world. And Power Versus Force is Dr. Hawkins' book? Yeah, he has nine yeah. books. He, printed, he published nine books when he was alive. That was right. his first one. It's a New York Times bestseller. Mm -hmm. Uh, the map of consciousness is in there. Mm. It's page 68. <laughs> Not that you know. <laughs> Not that I know that, but uh, yes. yes. Quote, That's great. Bible and yeah, chapter and verse. Um, yeah, so we use it a lot. Um, when we're measuring, for example, Jeff talked about the, um, the programs and the specificity. So the way we write a program is we is we write out the context of what we're trying to create in the environment. So let's say we're trying to create um, the optimal conditions for the brain to not only uh, increase its functioning during the day, but restore itself at night. Mm. And then we write out requests to divinity and we actually have, you know, dear divinity. And at the end we have, um, all these requests are done in the highest and best interest of all creation. That's mm. our safety valve. Mm. And then we'll make these requests. So we'll start to say, um, look at the brain. Okay, what's the what's the function of the corpus callosum? What's the function of the hypothalamus, the hippocampus, the pineal, you know, all the pituitary, different organs in the body? That one's not in the brain, but um, well, actually, I'm not sure if it is pituitary. Anyway, we would we would go into different parts of the brain, and we would find you know, we do medical research. We would find the the most uh, well-regarded scientists in the world, like. One of the ones that's coming to mind about brain research is Dr. Daniel Amen. Mm -hmm. So really well known. Mm. So we would find people like him, we would test their level of consciousness, of their understanding of functions of the brain. We'd reference that in the programs. And so we use kinesiology to measure the level of consciousness and appropriateness of the request to divinity. It's not that if you're making a request to divinity and it isn't that truthful that it won't, it will do any harm. It's just that it won't do much good. And so we're trying to do as much as possible with the technology that we can. It does have limitations, of course. It's, mm. not, it's not a panacea for everything. Um, but that is one of the ways that we use kinesiology. We use it in lots of different ways. Mm. Um, like, for example, when, we're, when we watched your energy update the other night, so we were checking, okay, the level of consciousness of disease. They're like a high consciousness group of beings, right? Mm. And then... You can measure the level of your ability to interpret their message and speak it into English. That's mm. all like, so there's all these variables you can mm. use to manage uh, the process if you're doing on yourself or authenticate an integrous channeler. So, you know, you're, there's people like yourself and Lee Carroll and other people uh, that are, you know, they're professional, trustworthy, integrous channels. You know, you have to maintain your, your life to sort of have that to earn that right, you know, in your own way. But those are some of the ways it can be used if you, if you learn how to do it really well. And it can take some time, it's, it's pretty challenging. Mm. At least it was for me, it was very challenging. Well, it took me five years. And um, what I found in Dr. Hawkins' work was that some of the protocols he had in the books were not in the protocols that he was suggesting. 
So, for example, um, in Power versus Force, page 117, paragraph 2, he says, you might find it interesting to calibrate the level of consciousness of your inquiries. And in his protocols in the back of the book, he doesn't say calibrate the level of consciousness of your inquiries. He just says form your inquiry. Hmm. So what I did was I, when I had, I spent six months with two friends driving, we drove ourselves crazy trying to figure this out because it wasn't working, right? And then I read that and I was like, okay, so I started creating my own template and I started, when I started measuring my inquiries, everything started to get more accurate. There's all this variability, right? And then it started to be less variability because I was asking the same question the same way, hmm. even if it wasn't, a, or making the same inquiry the same way, even though it may not have been a great inquiry, at least it was consistent. And so that's what we found in the research team that we had was that the one scientist in the group, he was saying or making the inquiry the same way every time and he was getting the most accurate results. Mm. So that was a clue to us. Mm. So maybe I could talk about this for like a week. So I'll, yeah. I'll stop. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> great. And I've, it's yeah. interesting because there's a, there's a couple of things I've come to you this, mm -hmm. this year with uh, quite important decisions I had to make and I had my own intuition about them and I came mm. to you for some backup and it was very interesting both times what you gave me about the Hawkins scale reading of these opportunities. And uh, mm. it, it, it was great because it completely mirrored the good and the challenging feelings I had about the opportunities, mm -hmm. but expanded on it. So I, I've really appreciated, uh, appreciated having that, that scale mm. as well. And it's been interesting to learn about it from, from you. So I am aware that we're gonna, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say on the scale itself, um, 410, 420 is around North America. The FLP service is at 560. Mm -hmm. Each point upwards on the scale is 10 times more energy, 10 times higher vibration. So it's a logarithmic scale. So we're seeing really an exponential increase in energy available. Mm. So North America, you said is 420. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm curious, what's England? Do you know? Mm. Very close. Yeah, uh -huh. England, uh, Denmark, Sweden, Canada, US, Australia, Singapore, they're all within like 10 or 20 points. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah, and there's different parts of the country. Like we were just on a Santa Monica Boulevard, like there's a five mile bubble around the hotel. If you measure that, it was like 340. And out here, it was like 450. And we're like here Malibu. in Malibu right yeah. now. Yeah, 450. So a five mile radius around yeah. that. So that's a, you know, that's 130 points. It's 130 to the power of 10, mm -hmm. and it's measured. There's a there's a scale in the back of the book that talks about how many microwatts of electricity or energy associated with each level of consciousness. Mm. So you can actually do the math, you know, mm. if you're really into that. That's what I think saying. you might need to do a country map at some point because <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can hear voices of people who are tuning in going, oh, what's this? You know, what's that? Yeah. So anyway, um, I wanted to ask mm. before we wrap up. I wanted to ask you guys. Um, Clearly, you're proud of what you've done, and, and you should be. And I'm really grateful that people mm -hmm. like you are out mm -hmm. there in the world doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to hear from each of you, because this show, we do talk to creators and creatives mm -hmm. about what they've created mm -hmm. and their journey. Mm -hmm. What has been the most challenging aspect for mm -hmm. each of you personally mm -hmm. about putting focus, life force, energy, or fluffy for short, mm -hmm. into the world. What has been the most personally challenging mm -hmm. aspect of the journey, either historically or so far or at the moment? Yeah, I would say historically, 
because we're really moving into a different phase, it feels like now with the EMF mitigation and brain optimization, is focusing on the product. Basically, we have this incredible tool mm. and it's really amazing what it can do. So we've just continued to put more and more sort of value into the service and we haven't been marketing, you know. So our focus has really been sort of in the laboratory mm. because it's just so fun to do, but it means the business is much smaller than it could have been. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be changing now, but, but it's, uh, it was challenging to know we had something and not to have it grow because we were really focused on making it better and better and better. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of the people listening who are creatives or entrepreneurs will absolutely yeah. relate. I think it's one of the biggest yeah. challenges if you're a natural mm -hmm. creative. Yeah. I, for me, certainly the hardest thing was standing mm -hmm. on the soapbox and saying, mm -hmm. oh, I've created this. I didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Now I know that you have to do both, especially if you've got something that you think is going to help people. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious what it was for you, Clayton. Pretty well exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is... Um, there's a lot of joy in creating it. And when you're in that creative process, you're connected to divinity or whatever you want to you know, call mm -hmm. it, God, or the universe. And there's a beauty and a joy. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a freedom when you're there. Mm -hmm. you know, you're just, mm -hmm. you're at one, you're at peace. Mm -hmm. And then it's bringing it to the world mm -hmm. in such a way that you can make a living at it. We have employees, we pay a living wage good benefits, we have a great work environment. And that's what Jeff has really done with his other companies. That was business as a spiritual path, I think, for him. Mm -hmm. I won't speak for him, but he had, he's had an extraordinary uh, tenure uh, at his company. And uh, people just, when I was done there, it's like, well, this guy, this Freddie's been there for 35 years. This Johnny's been there 27 years. And I'm like, walk around the place, like, you know. It's like, that's when you create a great culture, people will stay. And so true. it's that evolution of finding something that's slightly unique. I mean, the, the technology is a unique combination of what's, of what's available that, that we know, and then making a business out of it, and then creating a company and growing the, growing the business, and wanting to just give more and more to people, because mm -hmm. we can do a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And yet at some point, and that's been the last year or two, it's like, I think we can do more good by more people being on the service rather than mm -hmm. making the service better mm -hmm. because we do give away a free pay it forward subscription. And the more the, the revenue the business generates, the more good we can do because we have revenue to market. Absolutely. And so it's just, um, it felt like more of a paradox in the past. It's, we're making peace with it now. And my, my latest theory is that for us entrepreneurs and creatives that it might be an expression of our egos if we can't transcend the necessity to grow our business to a place where it can support us and we can live in abundance. Mm. I think Hallelujah. so. I, think I mean, so. I so agree. And, and I, yeah. I often, you know, when I'm working with or, or teaching entrepreneurs, because this is the same journey I've had to go through, and I, I still continue to go through it, but I've come a long way, is basically you can become an ambassador of your work, abundance and it's not that any of it is yours but if you aren't willing to grow with it then you cap not only the experience for the person you're creating the work for but everyone who's working within it so and i do think that's a really hard journey i think psychologically and emotionally it involves a lot of healing a lot of changing of beliefs but it's it's an important one so i for one am really glad that fluffy is now in 44 countries 
Yes, that's yes. fantastic. Congratulations. And mm -hmm. with, with all the people I know who use it and love it and, and us ourselves, mm -hmm. I know that it's just going to continue to rock it. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for being on the show. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do is for anybody who has tuned in and wants to try out Fluffy is we're going to put all the links mm -hmm. that they can go and check out this free trial, which you don't even have to give a credit card. You can just try it for free. Mm -hmm see whether it works for you and if you resonate with it. And also there's going to be a lot more information at those links if people want to go deeper with what the service does. Mm -hmm. But to you and your team, I salute you and thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. you have been listening to Impact the World. For more of my work, please visit leeharrisenergy.com. If you are an entrepreneur, creative, healer, or change maker who wants to take your work to the next level in the world, consider joining my Own Your Value online course. Online video and audio plus live calls with me beginning May 26th and registration closes on June 7th. Visit leeharrisenergy.com or use the links below this video or audio.